sin sinvergüenza, ¿qué es lo que tú te piensas, eh? Coño, que yo te vivo llamando y tú no contestas el teléfono, coño, dime. Medicina de amor, quiero de ti, porque tú eres la mujer que me puede mi cáncer de amor. I'm just going to set it off like this. If your first choice living in Providence or around Providence is to go to Salon and thoroughly enjoy it as well as the smell, die in the basement of Salon with the smell. Phil, Phil, you want to come through again? You want to come through again? Come here. <laughs> Guys, second appearance. No, yeah, second appearance from Phil. Yo, bro, we out the salon. Mad confident. Mad confident. Salon is where it's at. Around like 11, 12, maybe even 1. Yeah. You know, it's where it's at. I never smell Yeah. Where it, what is it, where it's at? All the STDs that are taking up the basement. I love you, but no. This is a podcast of, this is the Scene Vedwensa podcast, welcome, episode, whatever, I don't remember right now, I'm all fucked up, I'm gonna get to why I'm fucked up in a little bit, so we could all relate to it, I guarantee it. Um, I had to start off with that, because like, this is a podcast where we have agreements, we have disagreements, if you disagree with me, fine, we're cool, we're still cool, there's no beef, it shouldn't be, oh, I disagree with you, you disagree with me, now there's fucking beef, no, I don't fuck with salon. I fuck with upstairs salon, maybe, but the smell and the and the and the must just travels up, and it's mad humid, and it just smells like a whole ass in August. Like somebody went to LA Fitness, worked out, went to the fucking sauna, in between there probably went into the bathroom and fucked some girl and then went to the sauna and then came out of the sauna and then their whole ass is just reeking. That's what the salon basement smells like. Fuck salon. I love salon. I love I love upstairs salon and the idea of salon is cool, the setting is cool. It's just the smell. Figure out the smell. I don't know what it is. Did somebody die in there? You know, it just smells like what the the um, Davy Jones locker smells like. Like, you watch SpongeBob, Davy Jones locker, that's what the fuck that shit smells like. Like, if there was a smell to that episode of SpongeBob, if there was a fucking scratch and sniff that you could pick up from Blockbuster, like, back in the day, while you were watching that SpongeBob episode, that's what the salon basement smells like. I'll be at Troop supporting DJ Ness and... Damn is Josh, my homies. He's going to be on the drums. Ness is doing what he does best. He's obviously not drumming, but that's... Uh, and I'm kind of I'm kind of contradicting myself because Ness DJs at Salon a lot, but he DJs upstairs, I think. Sometimes downstairs. Ness, if you listening, bro, I'm not trying to ruin your fucking... your traffic and shit, man. You know what I'm saying? But the basement is a no for me. Um... What up, guys? If you're like me, you're fucking dying this week. 
All right? You're dying. I want to say three or four out of, like, the five days this week, the pollen count, the level count was, like, 9.5, 9.8. I don't, I don't know what any of it means, but, like, the higher it is, obviously, the worse it is. So the pollen count has been, like, out of 10, like, 9.5, 9.8. And this is my fucking week right here. Ready? We have uh, flutucazone, flu flonase. I'll just say flonase. 50 MCG. I'm supposed to take um, two in each nose until next week when I lower it down to one. And uh, what do we have over here? We have, oh, Claritin, because my... You're supposed to fucking know that your body gets used to fucking medication. Like, I've been taking Zyrtec, and they're like, oh, your body's used to Zyrtec. You got to change it up. I didn't fucking know. So now I got to switch to Claritin and hope that it works. I'm doing this shit dramatically because I don't, I don't even fucking like taking medication to begin with. Uh, what do we have here? Basically, uh, benzo, whatever, ben benzo nate. Benzonatati, natati, benzonatati. I'm I'm butchering all of these right now. Basically, like a cough suppressant thing or whatever. I'm, I feel like I'm stacking up the Avengers of like allergy medicine right now. Okay, some fucking Walmart allergy eye drop that I don't even know is working. That I really don't even know is working. I just I was like, yo. Get the fucking Walmart allergy drops. There was like four of them. I, I just picked it out at random. Eye allergy relief drops. Not really relieving. All right. And then, guess what? The fucking cough pills ain't working. Let's see if the cough drops do. They're not. That's Nick Fury. So you have Iron Man, Thor, I'm forgetting the Avengers right now because I'm so fucked up. Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Black Widow, who dies. I'm not sorry. If you didn't see the movie, whatever, spoilers are out. Black Widow, she died. Um, This is Nick Fury. This is Sam Jackson in the back. Like, motherfucker. Because that's how I feel when I take cough drops and they don't work. Um, And then on top of all this shit, it all makes me fucking stressed out. So guess what? When it's a nice day outside and my allergies are all fucked up, guess what else? Cigarettes. Because I'm fucking stressed out. And why not add Klonopin? Bro, I would rather be allergic to pizza. Somebody said I was wildin'. I'm not wildin'. I would rather fucking be allergic to pizza. I want to meet... The unlucky motherfucker who's allergic to pizza and be like, my mans, I've enjoyed pizza for my whole entire life. I gladly bestow upon you the allergy to pollen and I will cut off pizza for the rest of my life. If there's a fucking way to do that shit, if there's like a scientific way to get that done, I will gladly do that. I will gladly trade allergies to be allergic to pizza or fucking, yo, bro, this is going out on a limb, but I will even be allergic to fucking tacos. 
Yep. I said it. So here's the fucking dream team that's barely working right here. You know what I'm saying? That's them right there. The fucking, the allergy Avengers. Right there, look. Eye drops, Claritin, fucking nose spray. So I sound like a coke head in the morning, very nice. Monopin, because I'm stressed out, and cigarettes, because I'm stressed out. What the fuck is all of this doing? Jack shit. But here they are. Doing nothing. Fuck my life, bro. That's how I feel. If you have allergies, this episode's for you. I feel you 100%. That shit fucking sucks. Alright? So, I went to church this week. Not not this week. Last week. Not willingly. I took, I took somebody from me and Phil's job to church. It was like a clothes drive, a clothing drive or whatever. And the funniest shit that about that scenario is that I'm going there thinking, you know, there was, there was a couple of things. First of all, I don't really like going to church anymore because this is how I feel about church. No disrespect to anybody's religion or anything. I'm not trying to be edgy, but like this is like a legit thing. Like even even when I was little and I had like full faith in God and I went and like I fucking went through with a Bible and I had like a comic book Bible and I had a fucking boys Bible when I turned 13 and it was just like different versions of Bibles. Every time I went to church, I had anxiety. Because every time I went to church, there was always people shaking and falling. And that traumatizes me. All right? If you heard that, that was an ice cream truck that rolled by. And I'm definitely going to chase that shit down when I leave. <clears throat> when, when, you, when you go to church, like when I went to church, and you, and you see the people at the church that I went to just like shaking and falling. Like if, like if there's – because little, little Jimmy, right? Like I'm, I'm sitting down, and it's like a Dominican-ass church. And I'm, I'm sure it happens at more than Dominican-ass churches. But, like, I'm just sitting down. I'm, like, fucking eight years old, and, and you just see motherfuckers getting prayed for, and they're just, like, and, and and like, it's, like, they might as well say, I cast you out, because, like, they fucking fall back, and they're just, like, and I'm, like, yo, a whole demon just came out this nigga. Like, there's no way. A whole entire demon just, like, left this nigga's body. So I'm, like, eight years old, and, like, nobody has, like, a calm prayer. Like, it's all dramatic. Like, everybody's, like, shaking and none of them have epilepsy, and it's just, like, fucked up. Like, there's no, like, there's, like, a spiritual reason behind it. So I'm just visualizing with my child imagination that motherfuckers just got demons coming out of every single one of them. Like, they went out the night before to Salon, and a demon came out of them from what they did before. Them. Because it's Sunday. It makes sense. On Sunday, on Saturday, motherfuckers is acting up at Salon. That's the first sin. And then the next day, they go to fucking church, and when they're getting prayed for, the shaking and the falling is all of the demons that entered them in the sweat box known as Salon are now coming out on that Sunday. That is mad scary as a kid. You can argue, you know, I, I'm not shitting on anybody's religion, but that's tr that's traumatizing, honestly. And my family who are listening to this, like, we've they're all Christian and... 
we've joked around about it. I told them, I was like, yo, uh, growing up now, like when I was little, I was scared to say it because it was, you know, I, I was scared they're going to hit me with the God's going to protect you and blah, blah. Yo, like it's scary as fuck to sit there and watch people shake and fall. Is it not? It is. It is. So aside from all that, I have anxiety about going to church because of that, because I went through that when I was a kid. I took this girl to this church, and I don't know if it was Christian or Catholic. I'm not going to get into the politics of what churches have wrong with them and that and all that. I'm just going from my childhood traumatic experiences. A clothing drive. I'm thinking motherfuckers is donating clothes to the church or the church is donating clothes to motherfuckers. We go in, there's clothes in there that look like they were donated from other people, and they were. The church is selling clothes that were donated to them. Let me repeat that. The church got used clothes donated to them and are now selling the clothes by the pound back to people. What? So, it's not very churchy to me, honestly. It's really not. Like, I would expect, you know, like my the church that I went that I went to, you would fucking go through with clothes for DR, and they just send it, and that's it. There's no money involved. You just sent it off, and you felt good because this this kid is gonna get your uh, your fucking double XL Spider Man shirt that doesn't fit you, that you told your grandma you were going to keep, but you're actually sending it to DR. Not very churchy, honestly. So that that shit was funny to me. I don't know. Church, there's things about churches that I've always thought was funny, and that was different. That was very, very, very different. I've never, I've never heard of some shit like that. Like, unless it's like, you know, shout out to Cured Collection. They fucking take in... But that's, like, purchases on both ends. Like, people bring shit secured, like, used, old, vintage shit that's still in good condition. And they either buy it or, or you know, they give they give homeboys store credit, and that's it. It's an even trade. But to take clothes for free from people, used, and then sell it back to people, is this a church or fucking Pawn Stars? Because y'all are fucking people in the ass. That's all I'm saying. And apparently you niggas got a fucking reputation of doing that shit already. Not looking good, church. Not looking good. All right, so what do we have over here? I'm, I'm a mess today, honestly. Look at all these fucking... You know? So... That's that's how messy I am today, and for the past week, I l I missed work one day. I'm I'm just all fucked up. Yo, so I went to Chuck E. Cheese. I took my daughter to Chuck E. Cheese. We took my daughter to Chuck E. Cheese. I did something at Chuck E. Cheese that I'm not proud of. First of all, I walked into Chalky e. Cheese, Chalky e. Cheese, Chalky e. Cheese, Chuck E. Cheese. 
I walked into Chalky Cheese. I walked into Chuck E. Cheese, and I was already like feeling a panic attack coming on because there's just no space to do anything. Absolutely no space to go anywhere or do anything. There are fucking kids running around your legs, and you got to worry about stepping on them niggas, and it was just not for me at all. I literally looked at Alexandria's mother, and I was like, yo, I'm probably never coming back here. I'll take her to a fucking trampoline park. I'll take her to a fucking zoo. I'll take her to meet fucking Mickey Mouse and spend whatever the fuck the passes are to go to Disney World. But Chuck E. Cheese is such a dub. That shit is a dub. Walked in there, felt like I couldn't breathe, felt like I couldn't walk. There was just nowhere to go because there's kids all over the place. And on top of that, my daughter is a year and a half. She's the cutest fucking little girl you'll ever see in your life. And I got to worry about her fucking getting stepped on and bumped into and all this shit. And it's a walking anxiety attack. Chuck E. Cheese is a walking, breathing anxiety attack. The only thing that I hate more than Chuck E. Cheese is Salon. But they're one and the same. Except the smell is reasonably diapers that are full. And Salon, you just don't know what the fuck is going on because it's grown-ass adults and they got to get their shit together. Fuck Salon and fuck Phil Cipriano. (laughs) Just go to Troop. Just go to Troop. That's it. That is it. You're going to end up going to Troop because you're going to go to Salon and be like, this shit smells. I'm going back to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Yo, so, okay, my daughter gets on this, like, little ride thing. She was on it first. Like, there was no no question about it, no confusion. She, I put her on the ride. She was on it for a little bit by herself. That's it. That's it. She was on the ride. She set, and this fucking little-ass kid, way, definitely, like, two or three years older than her, Tries to bully her off the ride. Do you imagine my fucking frustration and the patience that I have to keep in this scenario? I just took Alexandria off the ride. I was like, I'm not dealing with this shit. But on the way up, I used Alexandria's foot to kick this kid in the face. He had it fucking coming. Don't touch my kid. Don't try to bully her off a ride. I paid money for these fucking, I don't even know what they do anymore. Chips, minutes. Now they do minutes. When I was little, it was chips. Now it's minutes. I, I paid my fucking minutes for this shit. I paid my money for the hour, motherfucker. Don't try to bully my kid off this ride because I'm going to use her little Nike shoe and kick you in the face. And I'm very noticeable. He probably went up to, you know, his, his father, his mother, whatever. Oh, it's the guy with the fucking... With the fucking red flame on his neck. Everybody thinks this is a red flame and it's a Star Wars tattoo. It's the guy with the red flame on his neck. And I'm going to be like, nigga, discipline your kid or I will discipline your kid. I'm not like that. Your kid hits my kid. I'm going to discipline your kid. And I won't put hands on them. I'll just make sure that if my kid is not ready to fight, I will use her leg and her foot to kick your kid in the fucking mouth. Chuck E. Cheese is not for me, bro. Not a fan. Claustrophobia, anxiety, all of that. All of that. Yo, so I got I, I was informed about this last week. I gotta fucking drink water because my throat is sore. I 
I was informed about something this this week. Not not that earlier this week. It's pretty recent. There are cops on Eddy Street that are. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the video. I'm gonna play the audio now. The video because he's doing this fancy thing now where he edits the video into the video, and I'm so excited. And it kind of looks like I have a boner right now because I'm happy as fuck. But that's how excited I am. Um, there are fucking cops on Eddy Street right now, still happening. Cause I asked somebody about it today. They're making somebody cross the street, and basically, if drivers are driving by and not letting this nigga cross the street, that nigga is getting pulled over. And um, I'm just gonna play this. He's gonna have the the video for you on the on the video, but I'll just translate because this dude's talking. This Look at the trap. That's what this guy's saying. So if they don't let this dude cross, they're gonna pull the pull motherfuckers over and give him tickets. Oh man. He's gonna cross. Oh, can I cross? Nope, fuck you. Alright. That dude fucked himself over. And this is the funniest part, ready? <laughs> oh my god. It's a fucking cop on a bike. It's a cop on a bike. Bro. Hold on. You imagine getting pulled over by a cop on a bike? Like what? Like, do you actually take that seriously? Like, I feel like at any point in life, when you pull a GTA, that's when you do it. Like when you just speed off on a cop and just try to hide and and like avoid all the stars. That's when you do it. When it's a fucking cop on a bike. That nigga got pulled over by a cop on a bike. Just imagine. Right? You're just driving. And a nigga just pulls up on you on a bike. And you have to pull over. How pussy do you feel? How pussy do you fucking feel right now? You're driving, and because you didn't let some nigga cross the street. Who lets... Cops don't even let people cross the street. So who the fuck lets people cross the street? And then... You're not only getting pulled over for that, but you're getting pulled over by a nigga on a bike. All I'm going to picture is Paul Blart, and I'm going to fucking speed off and go home. And why are they doing this? I have no better answer than... Cops, in general, not just Providence, for some reason, never make enough money. So now, we planting seeds that are crossing the street. And if you don't let them fucking cross, we're pulling you over and giving you a ticket. I wonder how much that ticket is. Do we know in this room off the rip? We don't. 
how much is a ticket to not let somebody cross the street? It's not like you're going to, like, hit them. You're just in a rush, and you're like, nigga, you could wait. I got to be somewhere. Now niggas is getting pulled over by niggas on bikes. That is fucking terrible. And what, dude, I, I, I want to see it. Like, I don't, I don't want my people to fail. This part of the podcast right here, I'm roasting it so hard because I don't want my people to fail. But I also kind of want to see somebody get pulled over by somebody on a bike on Warwick PD live, just to see it, just to see their reaction, just to see what the reaction is when you're getting pulled over by somebody on a bike. Like their first thing has to be like, what? You're on a fucking bike. Yo, oh my god! I'd rather ha- I'd rather be fucking blinded by that light that they use on you when they when they're like looking in your car at night. Oh Jesus Christ! We all saw Avengers, right? We all saw Avengers. If you didn't, oh well. The spoilers are out there. The fucking directors are posting spoilers everywhere. You, there's nothing you can fucking do about it. I saw this funny-ass video, and I have to share it with you guys. My friends sent it to me, and they were like, yo, this nigga Jimmy's bugging. And this is what they sent me. This nigga's going hard as fuck right now. It's a video... When you guys see the video on YouTube, if you do, if you don't, whatever, it's a video of Thanos. Not Thanos, some dude in a Thanos costume with a gauntlet, some big ass nigga, just dancing merengue to this Avengers slash merengue song. And he's going hard. He's flipping shorty around everything. Yeah, my friend said that was me in a club, that I gotta chill. Yo, Avengers was fire. And we talking about spoilers right now because the spoilers are out. And if you're one of them clown-ass people who are on social media, if if you're on social media to begin with, like, let me tell you something. Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad when it was out, all this shit. Bro, if you're not watching the show live, if you're not watching the movie early, just stay off social media until you watch the movie because then you're going to hop on social media and be like, you guys are spoiling it for me. You suck. Blah, 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 blah. Avoid spoil That's the second time I did that today. You know what, bro? Fuck allergy season. Stay off social media if you haven't watched any of this shit, bro. That's that's the best thing I could do. I go I go on social media. I stay off social media the week before the movie comes out because I know there's, like, troll-ass niggas on the internet who wait for early, like, videos and shit, and they try to spoil it for people on purpose. Stay off social media. All jokes aside, all trolling aside, stay off social media. Deadass. If you haven't watched, if you're getting ready to watch a fucking big-time movie, a big-time show, whatever, and you're not going to watch it on time, stay off social media because... Me, I had I had a little bit of respect. I didn't talk about the movie the about the movie on social media until like maybe a week after, or the week the the week after the weekend that it came out, and maybe that's a little inconsiderate still. But stay off fucking social media. You can't control all the trolls on social media. 
You can't. There, you, there is no controlling the trolls on social media. Or people having conversations about these movies and shows. Just stay off until you watch it. If it's that big of a deal to you that you're going to get pissed off about the spoilers, then, then, then act like it's a big deal and stay off social media. That's it. So, Endgame was fucking fire. I think I said it last time we were on with Why Try, but now I'm going to talk about the spoilers. They closed it out perfectly. And I knew that Iron Man was going to die. I still fucking cried like a bitch. Black Widow death made me cry even more because who doesn't love Scarlett Johansson? Who doesn't want to drink her bath water? Who wouldn't eat her ass when she got out of the sauna at LA Fitness? Phil's like, I don't know about that. You wouldn't? But you'd go to Salon. Yo, the movie was fire. Fat Thor, uh, uh, I was a little heated about, but I understood it. That's probably how people look at me when I'm depressed and I get fat. They're probably like, Jimmy, eh, that nigga got to get his shit together. So I shouldn't look at him that way if I don't want people to look at me that way. I was I was like that for a little bit when I first watched the movie. And I was like, I get what they're doing here. He's depressed. He's going to get through that. They're probably going to take all the weight off in the next movie because he's Gucci now. But the nigga just lost his dad, Loki, Heimdall, in like all the previous movies. So he's done. Um, what was the other thing people were eating about? Oh, Hulk. Nigga, have we not seen Hulk smash enough things? Have we not seen Hulk have one, two, three, four, five, like like six or seven movies of smashing? Like just being Hulk. That they can't have this nigga get his ass handed to him by a villain to make the villain look good. And then after that, have him be like, one with himself, like have him be woke. He was woke Hulk. He was woke Hulk. He was like Brand Stark. He was like, I'm chilling now. I'm, I'm I'm big and green and muscular, but I'm just gonna keep the peace now and shit. Okay, that's fine. I've seen enough Hulk fucking bugging out. That's that's completely fine with me. Endgame was fire. All these things people are complaining about. It's like nitpicking shit. I even admitted that Thor shit. I was just like, whatever. He's depressed. That's fine. Everything else was dope. Um, I'm a little concerned with like how they're going to do things going forward because I grew up with Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. I grew up with Chris Evans as Captain America, who is now an old man, and he's probably going to end up dying sooner or later, you know, whatever. Um, and then I don't know what they're going to do with Hulk. He's like permanently injured now from the Infinity Gauntlet which people are also heated about. Oh, it's healing factor. Like, nigga, just let them do their thing. Marvel's been doing their thing. Just let them do their thing. That's it. Um, but I love that game. I have, I really have no complaints about it. So um, if you haven't watched it, the spoilers are out there. The fucking directors are putting shit in the trailer. So that's it. I, I kind of promised that I wouldn't talk about this, but I kind of have to. This Aisha Curry shit is just too hilarious. And I just have to go through it real quick. And I'm going to play the audio slash video. When the video comes out, you can see the video. You can look up the video anywhere. It's Red Table Talk on Facebook Watch, I think. But I'm not sure. Just Google it, and I'm sure the video will come up. But here it is. Something that really bothers me and, like, honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of an insecurity is the fact that, yeah, like, there are all these women, like, throwing themselves 
But me, like the past 10 years, like I don't have any of that. Like I have zero, it sounds weird, but like male attention. Yes, it does. And so then you like I begin to internalize it. it and I'm like, you're, is something wrong with you're me? Not, like, you're not looking. What? You're not like, looking. You're not even you're not looking, But I'm gonna tell you girl. something else too. When your radar's turned off, because I dealt with that for years too, like, and I was young, like you. Yeah, I'm like, like oh my God, fair. I mean. Because I don't what? want it, but yeah. it would be nice to know like that, like, someone's looking. But that when you get dangerous, turned off, <laughs> yeah. right, that you're beautiful. Get real don't ever think for one minute that it ain't no some men out there looking at you like I wish. Honestly. And, and I'm going to tell you who knows that more than anybody. Bingo. Bro. She needed fucking, I love uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. She needed Jada Pinkett Smith to tell her that her husband is looking at her. All right, so this is this is my thing with the fucking Aisha Curry situation. I'm not mad at it. I'm mad that people are shocked by it. Because that is 98% of females. And niggas are the same in their own right. But that is 98% of females. For whatever reason, and I like I say 98% because I think that there's there's females out there who are not like that, but it's a very small percent. Just like there's dog-ass niggas out there, but it's a very small percent of dog. I, guys, don't fucking get all fucking hot and bothered. I'm trying to be like, and I'm being realistic. I'm not just saying it to like fucking not step on toes because I'll say whatever the fuck I want on this podcast and I've said it before. That is 98% of females. You can fucking tell them you're beautiful, you're sexy, you, you've been with them. And the sad part is, is like Steph Curry. I don't know how long he's been with Aisha, but Matt, my point is I've been in a relationship for like, I, I was in a relationship for like five years and it was the same thing. I could tell Shorty every day. I could write fucking Instagram posts. God forbid I didn't. I could do all this shit. And... You could tell them so many times, but for some reason, no matter what, from you, it means jack shit. They need it from other people. They need it from other men. Their homegirls could say it to them. Their man that they've been with for like five or six years could say it to them, 10 years, whatever. It doesn't mean anything. And the same goes for guys. I'm not, But I'm not talking about guys right now. I'm talking about Aisha Curry and the fact that let's make this like a gender neutral thing. Aisha Curry doing this is nothing new. And that's all I wanted to say about it. I'm not going to roast her. I, I think it's it's a, it's childish mentality to fucking... Let me play that again. Something that really bothers me and, like, honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of an insecurity... An insecurity. That, yeah, like, there are all these women, like, throwing themselves... But me, like the past 10 years, like I don't have any of that. Like I have zero, this sounds weird, but like male attention. And so then you like I begin to internalize it. it and I'm and like, like, you don't even see it. Like, like they're probably right. Yeah. She's probably not seeing it. Because if she's not seeing it from a man, why wouldn't she see it from anybody? I don't know. Because I dealt with that for years too. Like, and I was young. Again, I love Jada Pickett Smith. Yo. Same thing with niggas. When niggas, uh, like, turn, you hear about it all the time. When niggas turn, like, fucking 
30, 40 years old and they're like married for 10 years already and they have that mentality of like, yo, I want to see if I still got it. Why do you have to see if you still have it? Eat your girl's ass. Eat your wife. Eat your wife of 20 years, 10 years. Eat her ass. Suck on her titties. Kiss on her neck. Pull her hair. Choke her out. See if you still have it there. Because I guarantee you, you niggas is just having dead, boring, lifeless sex. And there's absolutely nothing going on besides that. That's where the insecurities lie. People don't understand that the insecurities, like, they. Th- this is the shit with people. And th- this is how I wanted to close the show out, because I wanted to talk about this, too. In general, people search for validation way too fucking much. Way too fucking much. And I like to fucking poke fun at shit in the podcast almost the whole whole ride because I want to make people laugh, but now I want to get down to some real shit. People search for validation way too fucking much. And yeah, I, I do blame social media. I'm going to be like, you know, that's mad fucking... I'm not blaming social media, but social media is a big part. You, A lot of us let social media make us think that we have to search for validation. It's true. It's so true. And what's even worse now is that you have, like, uh, you know, I want to stay on this Aisha Curry shit for a little longer because it happens with, with niggas too. Like I said, there's the fucking 30, 40-year-old niggas who've been married to the same girl for 10 years and they love them and the family's perfect, but for whatever fucking reason, they're like, Yo, Phil, I want to see if I still got it. You trying to go to salon and try to pick up some fucking 23-year-old girls while I'm fucking 42 just to see if I still got it? Nigga, if you go jerk off, uh, if you go spend two minutes on Pornhub and you're able to successfully jerk off and bust a nut, you still have it. That's it. So it's not about still having it. It's the fact that it's it's the whole like you need like we feel like we need that and that is the death of 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 uh human relationship as a whole. Human that is the that is the downfall of 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 human connectivity as a whole. And I'm not trying to get all woke on my podcast and shit, but it's true. I'm not trying to purposely like drop gems and shit, but it's absolutely true. That's the Aisha Curry situation. That's what it comes down to in a nutshell. There is too much search for validation for no reason. Like even even with if you want to branch off to anything, like it, I'm I'm out here trying to do comedy. You know what I'm saying? And I have other friends trying to do comedy, and and you see it all around the world. And it's like, oh, we gotta watch what we say now. We gotta watch how we think now. And this, that, and the third. Especially in comedy, you don't really have to. I mean, there's certain bridges that you shouldn't cross, but. Like, with, with the age of, like, being offended and people are offended about one thing and then the other people are offended about the other thing, think how you want to fucking think. Don't fucking shoot somebody a text and be like, yo, what do you think of this? That's searching for validation right there. That's searching for validation right there. And Aisha Curry shit, that's what that is. It's like, you know, and, and that's the thing with searching for validation is that it's, it's a toxic thing that will continue to happen. You don't just do it 
and with one person and that's it. You don't just search for validation from one person. You got to hit one. I guarantee you if you talk to somebody about a time that they search for validation, it's always like, oh, I hit this person up. And then I hit this person up. And then I hit this person up. Because that's, well, that's what happens. You think Aisha Curry is going to get, she's, she, she'll hear somebody, she'll hear something from Steph Curry and be like, baby, you beautiful. Because he's a light-skinned nigga. And, and, and I guarantee you he's sending her fucking 10-paragraph texts every morning. Because that's what light-skinned niggas do. Because I know. Because I'm light-skinned. But that right there is the validation. Baby, I love you. da 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 Whole fucking text. Then it turns into a vicious cycle of, okay, I heard it from Steph, now I got to hear it from this guy. Okay, I heard it from this guy, but now I got to hear it from this guy and from this guy and from this guy because there is different reasons behind getting validation from certain individuals. And it's like, bro, we would all be better off as human beings if we straight up don't look for fucking validation and just fucking do shit the way you want to fucking do it. Fuck validation. And fuck the Aisha Curry situation because that's nothing new. That is that is how human... I'm not going to say females. I'm just going to say human beings as a whole searching for validation, approval, whatever you want to call it. It's sad. The relationship shit is a little different because that right there, it's like... If you're like that, I feel like you shouldn't be in a relationship. That's my opinion. Because you're wasting the other person's time. And in reality, you have to kind of play around and be single until you feel like, okay, I heard, it from, I heard it from this person, and I know that as long as this person is telling me I'm beautiful, I'm okay with it. Steph, you know, he defended her and shit and whatever. That's cool. But, like, me personally, I wouldn't I, – I, I was with somebody like that, and I, it's not easy, you know. I guess when you're in the moment, it's not easy to pick up on. But sooner or later, you got to sit down, sit back, and think, yo, this person's not 100% satisfied with me. What do I do now? And at that point, it's comfort or step out of your comfort zone. So if I could leave any podcast off with a gem, stop fucking looking for validation because it's a toxic cycle that will never end. You look for validation from one person, you're going to be like, oh, that's great from this person, but this is my brother. Now let me see what my sister has to say. Now let me see what this person has to say. Now let me see what this person has to say. And it's all validation from different people for different reasons. Do what the fuck you want to do. That's what. That's basically what I'm telling you. Fuck validation. Do what you want to do. Fuck approval. If you don't feel right yourself, and this is also real too, if you don't feel right yourself with your fucking partner, your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever, do something that makes you feel like you love yourself, like you feel like you feel good, like you look good. Because that's the, that's, the, that's the cold hard fact. If you don't do it yourself, you're never going to feel it. If you don't fucking go work out or get your eyebrows done or get a fucking lineup or get a fade or whatever, no matter how many times somebody's like, oh, babe, you look great without the fade. It's fine. It's not even that bad. You're not going to feel it unless you do it yourself. That's it. Phil's like, yeah, he's spitting that real shit. So that's my cue. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, 
this has been the Scene Vid Winsa podcast. And I will holler at y'all next week. Mira, buen sinvergüenza, ¿qué es lo que tú te piensas, eh? Coño, que yo te vivo llamando y tú no contestas el teléfono, coño, dime. Medicina de amor, quiero de ti, porque tú eres la mujer. I like the picture of you mad high, like, yo, this nigga is spitting that real shit. I just got, I just went on like a whole...